This is a special and kind of different episode of the Productivityist podcast because it was recorded live at the Big Ready, which took place on February 29th, Leap Day. I want to share with you right now that there was a bit of a hum because it was a live event. And uh, so you will hear a bit of an audible hum. It's not too distracting, but I wanted to bring that to your attention right out of the gate because this is a different episode, but man, did we have a good time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this live special edition of the Productivity is Podcast. Welcome to the Productivity is Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Vardy. <laughs> right on. We are live at the Big Ready in Vancouver, BC on Leap Day. Right on. And I am so happy that Chase Reeves is here with me. I am happy too, Mike. Are you? Yeah. We have our coffee. So this is where in the podcast I would normally say, Chase, I know who you are. But for all those listeners out there or audience members out there right now that have no idea who you are or why you're here, could you please share some of your story? Some of my story. Well, right now, uh, like, there's been a lot of incarnations, it feels like, through my creative career right now. I'm most excited about being a YouTuber, which is a thing you can do as a job these days. <laughs> that uh, I didn't, I think, I, I think even if I could have known about it in the past, I, I wouldn't have let myself get excited about it because it's like right in my wheelhouse. I really dig it. Um, but uh, there, it, it's constantly this need to create content, right? Right, right. Yeah. Engaging, mm-hmm. entertaining. Now that's not new to me because I, one of the businesses that I started and ran for a long time with my buddy Corbett Barr was Fizzle, which is at fizzle.co and that is all, uh, all the things that you need, that's our dream, all the things you need to actually run an independent business doing something that you care about. Right, right. Right? So there was a lot of content that we, <laughs> we yeah, made in you've that. Got, there's a lot there. How many of you have heard of, uh, that are out here right now have heard of Fizzle? Just round of applause or whatever, yeah. Oh, right, right on. <laughs> what I always found fascinating about Fizzle, we'll just start there, is there are some people that would say, like words, I'm a word nerd, you're a word nerd too, mm. right? So there are some people that would say Fizzle, Fizzle doesn't necessarily always sound like, it sounds like, oh, something's fizzling out, right? right? But that's not what, like, that's not the, how do you teach people when you, you, like, you're trying to, yeah. The first. What's the thing? The first use in the English language of the word fizzle, and I kid you not, was in Victorian era England, and it was uh, in reference to silent but deadly farts. (laughs) This is not a joke. This is like, Google it. A fizzle was like, uh, like you know, uh, Jane Eyre's like little, little toot. That, <laughs> right? So yep. I heard that, and I had to name the business that. Actually, true story. We we landed on the on the name Fizzle because we had a bunch of name. We had a bunch of names. One of the things that we've helped people do a lot inside of Fizzle is choose a name for their business right. because that's a, it's just harrowing. It's scary. Like, you're going to pick something, you're going to land on it, you're going to stay on it. Should I use my name? Should I do a name for like, what the business is about? Like, what is it? I mean, I, the, <laughs> the amount of existential crises I have shared with other people and their businesses on this topic, there's been a lot. Um, and we have one tool inside of Fizzle that is about naming. And one of the things that we identified is you make this big list and then you, you, you rate each name on these certain categories and teach you all how to do that. Well, one of the things about Fizzle that's cool is there's not that many letters and there's two Z's in the middle. Right. Right. And we could get the dot co. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and most things, the whole thing is most, most creative projects fizzle out. 
Yep. Right. Yep. My whole history is a history of, you know, you will know me by the trail of the carcasses of creative pro projects <laughs> that I like leave behind or whatever. Right. That's how that's how people find. That's how my favorite people find me. They're like, we've been following your trail. <laughs> we thought we might catch up with you. Uh, but um, most creative projects in my life have fizzled out. Right. Uh, at least for a long time there. And what makes the difference between those entrepreneurs or those ideas that actually come to life, that spark and like create real things in the world versus those that are just living in a journal somewhere until you eventually forget that it was living in a journal. And then one day you find that journal and you're like, oh, that's right. I thought I was going to be somebody, mm. you know? Yep. One of the things that we talked about when we were having dinner uh, is the idea of will. Mm. And uh, you've had a lot of creative projects. You've had a lot of twists and turns. You know, you, you've probably all seen that diagram, that well-known diagram of like what people think success looks like and then what it actually looks like. Mm. And really like that, your, your face appears next to that diagram a lot of the time with mm. the weird squiggles <laughs> and like, oh, here it is, right? So how important for you is, and there's some people that don't believe in will, right? Like Dan Hardy's got willpowered doesn't work, mm. you know, and I'm a big believer in will, you know, the Green Lantern stuff and all Define that. Define willpower That's, for me. So, so for me, willpower is just this, you, the energy and um, desire to do, like, to, to do something and the willpower is kind of the, the strength or the force that compels you to do it, um, but it is a renewable sort, like it doesn't, like, Again, using the Green Lantern yeah. as an example, the ring, when the ring runs out of energy, then you, he can't do anything. Mm. Like, he literally is just a normal person. But mm. with, when the ring is fully charged, just like with, with willpower for us, is that we can, really, we can really move things forward. And I think conditioning helps, like putting yourself in the right condition. So, for example, if you don't want to drink soda pop, you probably shouldn't have it in your house unless you really want to exercise that willpower muscle, right? Mm. Or if you want to go to the gym, then you, you know, you put your gym clothes, you, like Peter Shankman, I, I remember chatting with him about this, he sleeps in his gym clothes. Peter Shankman was the Ghostbusters? No, that's Peter Venkman. Oh. He, when he goes to bed, he rises above the sheets or he at least sees someone that rises. That's no. right. Peter Shankman is help, uh, founder of Help a Reporter Out. So okay. he's like, so he sleeps in his gym clothes because he's that, that's one step less that he has to think about mm, it. Mm. So when you're on this journey and you're like, okay, uh, I don't know if this is going to work or I'm doing these different things. Like, does will, like, does willpower play a role for you? Like, do you mm. look at that? Do you tap into it? Mm, yeah. And I, it's, been a, it's been a struggle in my life, this idea, because basically, all right. So either in my life, it feels like I have either been cracking the whip to like push myself to do something, right? Or it turns out there's this other mode where you can be, allow yourself to be like pulled towards the things that you're already being pulled towards, right? Right. To different, very different forms of, of motivation, uh, both can be used to actually get the things done, mm -hmm. right? That's yep. what I call manifesting, right? Right. Which is not just what I call it. <laughs> it's what happens when you have an idea <laughs> and you put it in the real world. We manifest that thing, right? So, so to me, the ma to manifest something, it really changes your, your life when your bank account like has more money in it today than it did yesterday. Uh, because you had, you, there's like a thing online that someone bought right. that exists out there for them, right? As opposed to 
it existing in your journal and your mind and like you want it to be there, but it's not manifested yet. I mean, it's manifesting constantly in your thoughts and your, but it hasn't, you know, it hasn't manifested yet, right? So to bring things out into the world obviously makes an impact on our life. Like it, it, it can actually change what it's like for you to be alive on this planet. To get ourselves through all the things that are necessary, sometimes it doesn't take very much to manifest something, sometimes it takes a long time, right? But to, to get ourselves through that, we're talking about motivation, we're talking about willpower, we're talking about like, you know, the carrot on the end of the stick and we're sort of setting up conditions by which like when I wake up tomorrow, I'll, I'm more likely to do the thing that I, I hope that I do. Yeah, you're not gonna get in your own way. Right. Exactly. Twyla Tharp in The Creative Habit, she talked about her whole thing is, is call the cab. Right. Right? Wasn't yeah. that her? Like yeah, yeah, in yeah. the morning, like the, the, to go work out and do the thing, all I had to do was make sure I got that 515 cab yeah. to the choreography studio or whatever. Um, so to, to me, this question about willpower has been one that's been very challenging for me because I have cracked the whip trying to push myself or force myself to do something, mm-hmm. right? I'm living at, and at this moment, it's like I'm living out of, uh, it's like I don't have the, the, uh, the word that I've come to like about this is alignment. Right. Right? Yep. Another yep. word I really like, ease. Right? Yeah. You read enough Alan Watts, you start to really fall in love with this word ease. <laughs> like, it should be just easy. It's effortless. Yeah. It's effortless, this thing that you're doing, being you. Right. And yet, I have effortlessly found myself in the situation where I wish I had a successful business and I don't yet, right? So right. it's like, maybe I need less ease and I have to force myself to do something. I don't know. But that I've lead, done but, lots of forcing, right? right? But, but lead, I don't do that. I don't want to do that anymore. But that can lead to ease. Like the forcing, yeah. the initial force, like Mark really and Angel talk about the, doing the hard things, right? Like that can lead, if you do that, you're also like, oh, well now there's an ease I to I would this. go love the hard things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, to me, you were talking about conditions that you set up yep. to, like the best condition that you can set up is the one in which the thing you're, you're asking yourself to do, you're like, you're chomping at the bit to do. Right. You're so stoked to do. You're excited that you get to do it, right? This is where, you know, <laughs> the, the trick is like, and I did this for a long time, man. There were some years and fizzle where, like I've always done creative projects and then like been on to the next and on to the next and on to the next. Yep. It was always evolution for me. But I wanted to be in, in fizzle. I wanted to, I, like I loved working with Corbett. I didn't want to let Corbett down. I didn't want to let our audience down. So there were seasons when I was like, my biology was just like, we're out of here, right? Yeah. Just like everything. It's like, it's been a year and a half, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, like my, it's like my form of like menopause or something it's like creative menopause it's like you know you know this is over right but i i like i i like i was like no and and i stuck with and man i would wake up in the morning and i would write in my gratitude journal and i would get myself so fired up for getting because i'd have to find the vein do you understand i had to find what i'm already doing that is satisfying that is good right and so all i would like i would immediately have to think of my customer i would think of the fizzlers i would think of the people who i knew in there and i'd be like man i can't believe they're going for it yeah you know and it 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 got me like right it like hit me it got me and that felt like an honor 
And so I'd have to tap into that every day and that would give me the energy to keep going, setting up those conditions. So I'm not cracking the whip so much, even though I still, there was some cracking the whip going and on. And see, when I watch your stuff, and we're going to talk about your uh, feature length uh, YouTube uh, yeah. videos that mm -hmm. are bag reviews. Yeah, I'm taking one to Cannes Film Festival on, <laughs> summer, on a bag. Um, but one of the things that I think, and if any of you have been following Chase's stuff for a while or just started to after buying a ticket to, to the Big Ready, is um, it doesn't look like it looks there's like there's ease and there's effortlessness yeah. there, but it also looks like you're doing exactly what you want to do and you're not, there's not that, well, I'm doing this for the customer or I'm doing this for the, the like I'm looking at the bank account and this is the thing I need to do. And it's just, to me, that's, that's the fact that there's that optics or that perspective there or there's that subjective mm. way of you, you creating that work. That to me is fascinating to make it look like, wow, this is, it just is what, what you do and, and, it, and, and yet you're making money at it. We, you know, uh, the, Tell me a bit more about the why that when you shifted to YouTube, like what's the thing that for you is the most um, not fascinating, but the most uh, promising thing about that with where you're at now? Like, where well, yeah, what's interesting now about it is because um, I just see things quite a bit differently now because I've learned so much more about what people are doing on YouTube, and it's fascinating, right? It's fascinating. People are growing large audiences by being this sort of personality, this thing that I already have some skill at, you know, because I was deeply, deeply insecure my entire childhood and life. And so I got really good at performing and trying to, you know, be right. somebody for people. And, and to the point, and like, you know, and I, I, built a, I built a personality. I built the ability to then, you know, hopefully get behind it a little bit and just kind of try to be me. There's, it's a lot of work to learn how to be yourself is, is what I'm always, I'm always struck by, right? Mm -hmm. So what's interesting to me about YouTube is you can arguably, uh, sorry, the ambulance is outside. For, for, but the, It might be here for you. They might the be. Yeah, <laughs> they can, I smell toast. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> the, uh, the, the thing that's fascinating is this question around, um, can you be yourself? Well, it, the challenge that's always on the front or, at least, or the back of my mind is, uh, is this is all going to go away. Right. Right. The, the hard thing for a creative person is, uh, is to, is the fear that tomorrow you won't have that idea the way it came today. Right. Right. Um, that for me as a full-time creative for a really long time, whether it was in advertising or marketing or, or making my own companies, it was a, a question of, are, am I going to stay creative or am I just going to metastasize, you know, and, mm -hmm. and get rigid and feel and become irrelevant or something like that. Right. What YouTube is for me right now is a ton of potential. I, I haven't, I still haven't figured out what I'm doing there. Right. But there's already a, a little audience that's like fired up to like, people will comment and say like, I just want you to make more videos. And I'm like, <laughs> I've waited to hear things like that my entire life. I'll be honest, I didn't even know that was an option <laughs> like, to hear that, right? You know, so, so that's, there's a lot I love about YouTube, but the fact that there's so much potential and that there's already an audience that, I can be, that I've been growing and that I will continue to grow while I figure it out, that feels like openness, open country to me. Right, right. You know? Um, We've heard a lot about questioning today. A lot of stuff on questions, like asking questions, question yourself. You even, as we're talking, saying like you're asking yourself a question. How important do you think it is? And when you talk about being creative, and you mentioned like marketing, business. So we're not talking about like people that just make 
YouTube or whatever. Like Todd, uh, Todd Henry has the book called The Accidental Creative, mm. where he's like, everybody is a creative, you know? You know, so exactly, to yeah. me, like, I guess my question is, is like, how important is like sitting with questions for you? Like asking yourself these questions so that when you that you can be really ready to move forward. Well, I think it's really, really important. I, yeah. Well, first of all, it's, a, it's like a condition I have. Right. Right. I like it. I really like I really like getting having the time to, c to consider. Right. Is is like a luxury, apparently, to, to like I've demanded it. I've tried to demand it. When I haven't gotten that time, I've, I get, I get when, it, when I'm having to rush to get something out because like we need it for this quarter or we're, it, it just, it starts to feel like it just everything's getting tight and yep. it just, it's like you want to get away. You want to like where, like go back to where, like life is ultimately simple. I mean, we're monkeys who found like psychedelics and started thinking at the higher levels and like we still have all these monkey tendencies. We're just animals on a rock that's spinning. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we don't, we don't know how to get to some other planet so far away, get to another galaxy. We're suspended in so much distance and emptiness. We're here, man. And we've yep. been here for forever. Right. Yep. This is a very simple thing that we have here. It's like it's a magical thing that we don't necessarily understand, but it's life. And we've been doing it for a very long time. <laughs> like, you yep. know, yep. it's amazing how much like we com we complicate it. But that's the world I grew up in. I mean, that's what the expectations were from my father and my grandmother and and like, you know, the, my bosses and stuff like that. It was just a, it was a series of complexities that I was supposed to kind of grok and get and succeed in, you know. And so that wasn't space for me to sit in the questions a lot of the time. Right. And also, yeah, and then when I tried to do it creatively, sit in the question, really pull it apart, chew the fat, so to speak, right? That's mm -hmm. why that's my favorite thing to do, yep. right? Not necessarily productive things don't always come from that, right? So my, my thing about creativity is it's waste, it's like waste time. Waste it. Waste time with your kids. Waste it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. settle yourself to the fact that it might be just a waste, but like, I think but any you of get you to decide what waste means too, right? Like, wa like wasting time can yeah. turn into like, you know, like that's an investment, right? Or whatever. But yeah. to be comfortable with that, I think is to easy. me, if you can get yourself comfortable with the idea of wasting time with people you love, right? With projects you're interested in, with problems you think are worth solving, right? Who knows what the hell's going to happen? Yeah. Who knows? Because, like, we have, like, you know, email. Like, you can just, like, oh, I wonder if, and you're, like, singing and pulling apart, chewing on the fat and doing the thing. And you can just, like, email someone. Who knows what comes from that, right? We have Notion. You can just, like, start making lists. And over time, this, like, that's why I love Notion so much right now. It's, like, it's growing with me. Right. right. And I can. So who knows? Like, I'm just wasting time on some problem by like when I have the idea or I'm in that vein, like I'll add a little notes there. But you you're know? not ignoring the other stuff at the same time. Like you like yeah. you, you, that's the I think the other thing. I mean, that's called being a grown up. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that, <laughs> nobody can actually teach you how to do that. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. Um, that's adulting. Like yes. there's a there's a billboard in my hometown and <laughs> right now in Ocean Beach. It's like a lady going down a slide and it's like for a credit union. And there's like no adulting allowed. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Adult, <laughs> please. Like I want an adult as a president. Like I want <laughs> I want 
I want there to be so much adulting going on. I want us to be so good at adulting that like we can actually be childlike. Yeah, you have right? the, you have the freedom to be. Able I to like do. I like that. To me, that that makes the con that makes the the ability for there to be play and for us to waste time with each other. Because right. when you're getting in a place where you're wasting time on a project that is valuable to you or a problem that seems worth solving, like you, when you really when you can just like what's what's the term I'm looking for when you just kind of like almost like unclench or just release or allow that you're who knows if it's gonna work this might not work right wasn't that Seth Godin's like thing about create this yep. might not work that's how I define wasting time and wasting time has 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 had some very surprisingly productive results you know for myself and for lots of creatives that I know Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now, you can post your job for free at linkedin.com conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. Okay, we're going to take a break from the presentation, the live recording right now. But when we come back, I'm going to ask Chase about what the word big means to him and how important patience is when it comes to work and knowing when to stop. 
There's a lot to get to, but right now I want to get to something that you can use to take your productivity to the next level. You can save time typing and boost your productivity with Text Expander. If you type something more than three times, make it a snippet and let Text Expander type it for you. Whenever I'm working with coaching clients, this is one of the first things I bring up is, hey, if you're going to do something more than once and you know you're going to do something more than once, then make it something that you can do quickly. Text Expander allows you to do this with anything that you type. You can make snippets on one computer and then use them on all of your devices so that you're more productive everywhere you type. Now, Text Expander hosts interesting webinars every month, and this is something you might want to take advantage of. In fact, I encourage you to take advantage of it. Just sign up for the Text Expander Beginner, Advanced, and Teams webinars, and you can learn more about boosting your productivity. You can find all of their webinars at textexpander.com/webinar, and Text Expander is available for a whole slew of platforms, Mac OS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. So no matter what device you're using, what platform you're on, Text Expander can work for you. I want you to take advantage of a special offer that Text Expander is giving to Productivity as Podcast listeners. Just visit textexpander.com slash podcast and then choose the Productivity as Podcast is where you heard it from the drop down and you'll get 20% off of your first year. I've been using Text Expander for years. It's an indispensable tool for me can be the same for you. So again, visit textexpander.com slash podcast and hit 20% off your first year of Text Expander. So again, visit textexpander.com slash podcast and get 20% off of your first year today. So you're sitting at home learning from podcasts and audiobooks, but you want to do something more. You want to take your career, your education to the next level. Well, the UCI Division of Continuing Education can do that. The UCI Division of Continuing Education offers convenient, quality online education. There's really never a better time to take advantage of what the UCI Division of Continuing Education has to offer, and they're not new to online education. They have been providing students with quality online courses for years. You can learn on your own time online. Now, the UCI Division of Continuing Education can help you gain the edge in your career or help you launch a business entirely. They provide you with the flexibility to stay on top of your game in your current role while preparing for you to level up. Certificate programs are available as well as specialized studies programs. Certificate programs offer an in-depth body of knowledge to ensure that you gain mastery of a particular topic. Specialized studies feature shorter, more concentrated curricula for those short on time. Both are distinctive achievements that can help prepare you for career advancement or transition, and you can advance your career in as little as six months. Spring quarter is now open, so enroll today. Visit ce.uci.edu slash productivityist and enter the promo code TIMECRAFTING for 15% off of one course. That's ce.uci.edu slash productivityist and then enter the promo code TIMECRAFTING for 15% off of one course. Now this discount is for almost all of the certificate programs. The exceptions only include coding boot camps, international programs, teacher credentialing programs, and test prep courses. And this offer is only valid until July 31st, 2020 at 11.59 p.m. So take advantage of what you can get out of the UCI Division of Continuing Education. Visit ce.uci.edu slash productivityist and then enter the promo code TIMECRAFTING for that 15% discount off of one course today. Now it's time to give you my Productivityist podcast pick of the week, and it's The Knowledge Project with Shane Parrish. He is the man behind Farnham Street, which is one of my favorite blogs I've been following for a long time. And the simple description behind this podcast, which is pretty apt, is master the best of what other people have already figured out. 
Uh, there are so many episodes of this that I could recommend from one from back in 2016. Are we too busy to pay attention to life? We've got Ryan Holiday from the early stages of the uh, the uh, the podcast itself. Naval, who I mentioned in a recent Productivity as Podcast Pick of the Week, he's been on the program. Adam Grant, Ray Dalio, um, Dan Ariely, Robert Green, uh, Atul Gawande. There's, there's just so many people that you could uh, learn from on this podcast. Now, these episodes are fairly lengthy. I mean, they, they're not as long as they used to be, but they're, you're, you're investing an hour of your time. And the most recent one is John Maxwell. So again, you're looking at some of these amazing people that Shane's had the opportunity to talk to, and they're they're just really well done conversations. So I recommend that you pick up uh, and add to your podcast subscription app, whatever you're using to listen to this podcast, for example, The Knowledge Project with Shane Parrish. It's my productivity as podcast pick of the week. Now let's get back to my conversation in front of a live studio audience with Chase Reeves here on the Productivity is Podcast. I think it's important to let go of things too, right? I want to talk right. about letting go. That's big. Um, because one of the most, as much as it can be productive to kind of dwell and, and you know, uh, on, on the things you really want to do, there comes a point in time where you have to be willing to let go, mm. right? Like, and, and not only let go of like projects, but just let go of some of the, the stories, like, right? Like how... I mean, you've had a lot, like a journey, right? And now you're in, in a new phase. Like, wh- what are your thoughts on letting go and, and how that has helped you in terms of just making things mm. happen? Mm. Well, okay, so this is a big, this is a really interesting topic. And it's one that's actually quite difficult to talk about in some ways. But I think it's one that a lot of people may have had some experience with, like letting go of, for instance, people in our life. Anyone who's experienced grief, if who's lost, lost someone that you really love, that's an experience that is, um, that is incomparable, right? And it's one that is ex- intensely grounding. It's one that is, it, it is sobering, right? And in that, uh, in, in that space, I've found quite a lot of meaning, richness, depth, and, and con- context for like how we live, or like in depth, context for how we live, right? Um, that's one kind of letting go. My favorite billboard that I, there, I, I not billboard, but uh, you know, bu- say you read a lot of billboards. Bumper sticker. I'm a billboard collector. You should see my, <laughs> you should see my house. But the, the you know, Bumper stickers are really great. There's there's like a lot of good ones out there. Like my favorite one, one of my favorite ones is "What if the Hokey Pokey is what it's all about?" <laughs> right? Which is just, and that's the title of this podcast episode, <laughs> right? So, uh, but then another one that I really like is just uh, "Let that shit go, man." It's just that. It's just let that shit go, comma, man. <laughs> right? Let that shit go, man. Uh, what I like so much about that is in my own sort of personal growth, emotionally, relationally with my wife, with my kids, with, my, with, with all the different groups of friends I've had throughout life, um, there is, there's this thing where it's like, it's like we're insects, you guys. Like, it's like we molt and we go into the cocoon or whatever and we come out differently, but it keeps happening, right? That's why I think that tramp stamp of the, of the butterfly is so, so popular because it's actually really, really powerful as an idea that's like, it was a fucking caterpillar. Like, what the hell happened? This is a, do you know it literally turns into juice? 
it turns into slop in there. It's not like it keeps its little insect frame and then just grows wings. It literally turns into like slime and reforms in the chrysalis. What? <laughs> That's on this planet. It happens all the time. It's a butterfly, like it's like a butterfly. It's so cute, like we love butterflies. It's a powerful symbol for transformation, which is why Cindy in accounting has it, right? <laughs> they, they, they like, and why I have got a big crush on Cindy, honestly, that she's deep, <laughs> she's deep. So uh, I like this idea of letting go. Alan Watts has this quote, sometimes you have to let go of who you are to become who you're becoming. Right? And I've, I've watched that happen in my life almost, almost like a, as just like a, a third party. And it doesn't actually have to be hard, right? It can feel really challenging to let go of things. Like, oh, we're letting go of like, if I let go of this, who am I gonna be? I don't know. Down is up, up is down. I don't, I'm going vegan. I don't know, right? It's like, it feels like it has to change everything. And it maybe, maybe it does. And that, that's actually really fun to experiment with. And I recommend it. But like, yeah, but at the same time, it can also happen really smoothly, really kind of effortlessly with a, gr a tremendous amount of ease and it's over time that you know that uh, the other bumper sticker hindsight is 2020 right it really is like that's why that's like that's like the only way we really get good vision is on stuff that's happened right so everything that's coming at us or that we're coming at we are going to have incomplete uh resources incomplete knowledge we're constantly stepping in without certainty right? Get used to that, right? In order to do that, you've got to be right here where you are in this, in this thing that's happening, and you can't be dragging all this shit with you, all these preconceptions, all these demands, right, of like, here's how it needs to go because I'm a somebody or something, right? Yeah. So that letting go ends up being an extremely powerful part of what allows you to see what the opportunity is and to just, just be in the opportunity because you're not so focused on like what you have clarity about, which right. is back there, right? So we've, we're at the big ready. We've talked about being ready to a degree. Mm. And then you and I, I think it was last night. Might've been last, might've been before. You've been around for- There was a lot of beer last night. There was a lot of beer last night. Um, big, like we were yeah. talking about the idea of big. Like big. what does big mean? Like. I'm sure some of you that are here today are like, this is the big ready who means it's wants, a big event. Who like, wants to be big? Yeah, who wants to, like... Like, in your heart of hearts, like, I want to I want to be big. I see that hand, right? Like, like I want to I, I be big. I, it's, a, it's a shorthand for, like, what I say to myself. And I've watched my language about it and go, like, what do you mean? Like, what does that word even mean? Like, put it in parentheses. And, and in, anytime you write a note to yourself, like, put one of the words in parentheses and just, like, underline it and just force yourself to kind of define it, maybe. But, like, that word, there's a whole lot of preconceptions and baggage yep. in that. Is that what you're getting yeah, towards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I'm a bit, again, big word nerds, there's subjectivity to it. So big, like, what does big mean to you? What, like, yeah. and I think that that's a, because, again, I mean, my idea for this event. Let's make this a big event. And you know what? It's been big, but it's not been the big I necessarily envisioned, right? So to be open to, to redefine mm -hmm. or reframe what big means. So I'm just curious. You know who's big? Who? David. David is big. 
Yeah, and I'm not just talking about his traps. I mean his, <laughs> I mean his personality. I mean his presence. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. He's big. Yep. Right. Like I, I, I don't know how many people knew David before. Like so that's he's not big like that maybe. Right. But there's clearly he's big. Yep. You know. And now my, <laughs> now I'm like I've talked about how big David is for a little while. Now I'm like I'm going below the belt, and I just don't want to do that. But it's true. <laughs> yeah. So I think of that. I think of a big presence. Right. Like we've all had experiences with people who are a big presence, right? Part, I know a lot of people who've wanted to be really, like I know a lot of quiet, shy people who wish they were a bigger presence, you know, who wish they, uh, they were somehow more, right? The other word to put in quotes is more or enough, right? right. Enough. So that's where... One of the things that you'll hear from successful people all the time, like people who have really, my favorite, my favorite version of this is Prince. Prince, who, he had a really big year this one year where he made Purple Rain, which was a feature film movie that he was the main character in, and there was an album that came out by the same name that like everything went like multi-platinum and was super huge and really big. Well, like the following summer, his buddy asks him, like, Prince, what are you going to do next? Like, another movie? Like, what's the deal? And Prince, like, I've been to the mountaintop. There's nothing there. And then, like, goes back to eating pancakes <laughs> and playing basketball with uh, Eddie Murphy. You missed the visual if you're just listening to this. <laughs> but, that, but the, like, and, like, I, I have looked for where I've heard that, and I can't remember. It was one of those, like, Charlie Murphy type of stories that I right, heard from right. back in the day. But that story, that message, if been to the mountaintop, there's nothing there. Like you really bring your own success to the, to the top of the mountain. The people who are, who are on, like, so either you're just like, you're big enough already. Like what I, you said at the convert kit thing was either you start feeling it now or you're not going to feel it then. Right. As someone who is like experienced success and not felt any bit of the satisfaction in it. It, it. There was none of my hunger was satisfied. None of my impulsiveness was like calmed, right? Yep. There was no, um, what is it that a mother does to a, a baby that's like upset, right? It's like soothing. There's no soothing in, in it. It should have been more soothing, right? right? That's what took me on this, like the journey of like, I think you have to, I think you have to provide your own soothing and you have to provide your own bigness, right? And that's like a thing that you actually have by nature of the fact that you exist and existence you can't actually give to yourself, yet you're here. And you know, you're like, like, here we are. So there's a sacredness in it. That's why I like spiritual ideas um, when they don't divide us and cause wars and stuff yeah, that, like that, uh, like, which we're getting a little bit better at. Maybe, I don't know. I can't tell. Um, but that, that is, I don't know. That's what I, that's some of the areas I think of when I think about bigness. Um, now as we get close to wrapping up, mm. um, <laughs> um, uh, and you still have a half a cup I, of coffee. I know you got half. Yeah. But you are going to be around for a while and he's just warming up, right? Like that's the, that's the deal. Um, Patience. Mm. This is the, uh, you know. Was there one of the rings for patience? On, in, the, in the Green Lantern? Green Lantern? Oh, no, there should be. 
Patience be. could been could have been one. There's like yeah. it turns out Green Lantern is like one of like there's like a yellow lantern and a pink lantern and like all Everybody these. Everybody knows this. Why I are you telling them I that? don't. I don't know this. Know this. I was right? skateboarding. <laughs> I wasn't reading. Like that's why I like Mike so much. Such a high caliber of nerdness. Uh, he grounds me. But patience. Yeah, I was gonna say having you up here is an exercise in patience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Zinger. <laughs> After that, you got to dab. Yeah, no. no, I don't think you're allowed to do it. My daughter would tell me, is dabbing still cool? Mm. No. Yeah. yeah, look at her. She's <laughs> hiding. She's busy taking show notes That's in the, the corner. That's the new dab. This oh. is like, oh, burn. <laughs> um, I think that's one of, like, this is leap day. Like, this February 29th only shows up once every four years. Mm. And so the next time we get this is four years from now. And a lot of people are, you know, inclined to go, I need this today. I need this tomorrow. I need this. Like, it's, there's this, this, this idea of the hustle or the quickness or, like, you're not, you want to get as much as you can done as quickly as possible or as, um, because you're not, there's, there's a lack of patience. So they want to be changed tomorrow. Like, people are going to leave here today, hopefully, and go, okay, you know what? I'm ready, but I know this is going to be, we've heard this, a process. It's going to take some time, right? It's not, oh, what are your thoughts? Like you've had with YouTube, especially. We'll talk about that specifically. Like, how long do you stick around for? You go, nope, that's not going to work. Like, how mm. how important is that patience principle, especially with your role, but also when it comes to productivity and time? Like, understand. Yeah, that. I mean, okay. So uh, Terrence McKenna, another writer, talking about will. Uh, an intention is another. I think will kind of needs to be sliced up into a few different yep. categories, right? But or sub subtopics. But uh, he has this great quote about how what we're really talking about is is the way that an intention and focus over a long period of time seems to like the universe seems to respond to that like right. things start happening whether it's like because you're actually fashioning them mm -hmm. or because like it's the right time it's the right moment you're not the only one having this idea like so patience is it, it, patience is the ability for it to take some time maybe is one way to think right. about it right? right like it doesn't have to be right now and being okay with that being that's totally the satisfying the soothing yourself in it right. the providing your own i'm already at the mountaintop right here just for just for being you know mm -hmm. <laughs> my buddy's uncle he always used to say thanks for being like real on purpose <laughs> like a really deep guy but yeah. it was super cheesy he'd be like thanks for being <laughs> right and i wish we would say that to each other more and remind each other it's like thank you you're still this is so cool like how awesome is that nobody knows what's going on i'm sure we'll be fine like, try, try to eat eat stuff from good farms i don't know like we're getting better over time but patience i mean farms is actually an interesting you, you know like it takes time for that for that not okay so it takes time for that strawberry that one specifically to grow right to fruition and then it also takes time we saw this with our tomato plants and something else in our garden i can't remember what but it was like oh that's just the first year this plant get like it's going to take several years for this plant to really de deliver the fruit that it's like clearly going to be delivering but at that caliber that it has the capabilities of right right that's patience that's the natural world look for examples of what your creative work should be like in nature not on the internet not on other creators because you have no, what's that quote where you're comparing your middle to someone Somebody. else's end? Yep. 
right? Mm -hmm. It's like you have no context. That's what the web, that's what optics and imaging is, is you're lit I'm literally on YouTube every day. I am putting out the image of who I am right now and what I'm, what I'm at home and at peace with about myself right now. But if you can literally just go to my YouTube page and look at the oldest videos, <laughs> right? That's what I was telling David to do. If you find some creator that you love, go like spend, waste time learning about their early days. That is where you, because obviously if you found their thing and you love it, there's something in it that hits you, that gets you. There's something in it that speaks to you. It's probably something you're learning to do for yourself, okay? They, that they, that looks like they know how to do. Okay, go, don't look at their stuff now. Go back, go to the early days. See, watch them as a fledgling, like, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking for some reason of this particular kind of bird <laughs> that is born on a, a cliff. A fledgling, It's right? born on a cliff. <laughs> it learns to fly by falling down a cliff. And like, like 20%, 30% of these things just, nope, they're just not gonna make it. Like, it's, that's the reality that they live in. Right? And we are this, it's what it feel, it can feel like that. Doing creative work, doing work like this can feel like that. Like you're literally on a cliff, you're gonna fall down, and 20% of you is gonna die, or the 20% chances are you're gonna die. But the truth is, you're not actually in danger. You're not actually in danger, right? It's just risky. And it's, there's certain things, there's certain directions that you are called to risk towards, right? and you're not gonna be able to satisfaction that you know, because it's like a calling, it's a vocation. You're risking in a direction that has no requirements on success. It has no requirements on results or outcome. You're risking in a particular direction. And the truth is you can get kind of comfortable with risk. I recommend doing that, you know? It's just like, I like going into saunas. People are always, <laughs> some people you meet, I like going to Mexico. There's people you meet who, who are like, you go to Mexico? What? <laughs> like my mom, right? And, <laughs> and I like going to Mexico and you do have to be smart and know, know about some things, but like, but uh, there, there's, there is some little risk there, but there's a risk that's, that's worth it in, in right. some ways. In the sauna, I love, you wanna talk about letting go. When you really do like sweat lodge style saunas, you, the only way to survive is you gotta let that shit go. Like, because you're just coming right down to your brainstem, surviving this heat, and I love that. I, I live for that, I think it feels so good uh, afterwards. <laughs> but um, but the, that, like, that letting that stuff go, that risking in that direction that you kinda can't help but feel called towards, the not feeling more certain of that direction than you should be, because you, you might not know. You just have a sense, okay? Let it be a little bigger than something that can be like defined in language. Let it be like something that you, you don't even understand, you just kind of grok. Let it be something you step in the direction of instead of you have all of the, you know, you remember when MapQuest, you had to like print out the, like I, yeah. I admit, I like I wanted to do that recently just to go like, you remember when you missed a turn and it like it doesn't just reroute? You're like, fuck, what did I go wrong? Yep. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I totally haven't looked at the signs for so long. <laughs> oh, nuts, right? I don't know what your question was, Mike. <laughs> but I have been Chase Wardman Reeves. <laughs> uh, 
This has been the journey. This has been quite the journey of an yeah. episode. I, I enjoyed doing this. On, on the video, I call them the ramble. Like at the end of the video, <laughs> at the end of the video, it's like, welcome back to the ramble yeah. with Chase Reeves where he just goes off on Grace, whatever's Grace happening. Is show, Grace is right in the show notes. Right? Most of them will be question marks. I don't yeah. know where mm. this fits. That, um, that's Chase, fair. thank you so much for joining me here yeah. at Big Ready and for joining me on the Productivity Thank podcast. you, Mike. Thanks for having me, man. Right on. Thank you, guys.